This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League. Here's your host, John Keane. And welcome to the show. Ahead, the Portland Winterhawks are the top-rated WHL team in the CHL Top 10 this week, and their head coach and GM is closing in on a milestone. More with Mike Johnston, who hits the weekend with 499 career coaching wins and a deep roster ready for a good season. A first-year player in Prince George is off to a blazing start. We'll hear from Tarek Parasak as the WHL Rookie of the Week. And in the East, Moose Jaw Warriors forward Jagger Furcus is back from the Seattle Kraken and off to a great start as the WHL Tempo Player of the Week. He'll wrap up the show. First up. The Portland Winterhawks are off to a good start with a team ranked number two in the CHL Top 10 rankings. Mike Johnston's next win will be his 500th in the WHL. Regan Bartell has more. It seems like 40 victories for you guys is commonplace. I mean, do you got the team that'll record 40 or more this year? What do you think? I like our veteran group. Uh, this, last year we didn't uh, do, do much at the trade deadline except to acquire Lucius. And we felt that heading into this season we wanted to keep our veteran group together. So we weren't willing to make moves for to make sure that this year that we had, like we have three very good 20-year-olds in our lineup. Guys who have been with us since day one. We've got a good group of 19-year-olds. Uh, we've had um, 11 guys experience, you know, NHL training camp opportunities and rookie tournaments. So that's great. I think it's it's good for our group that we enter a season with a veteran group. But now we've got to, as everybody starts to come back, we've got to start to get the chemistry right and uh, gel together with a few new additions. Would you like to see a slight change on our start date, a WHL start date, considering there's so many good players, as you said, at NHL training camps that everybody's a little short-staffed? Yeah, and it's varied around the league. Like some teams are missing one to two players, other teams are missing five or six. And it really puts a dent in your lineup when you, you have five or six of your top guys out of the lineup um, at one time. Certainly we're going to have that maybe at the World Junior time, but early in the season I've always felt that it would be good to start at least give the guys a week of NHL training camps. So you have the rookie tournaments, that's one thing, but a lot of the guys who are drafted I want them to experience NHL camps, and they want to be in the NHL camps, and I'd love for them to stay as long as they can. Most of them will only stay five or six days, so I would really like to see our league start at the end of the first week of NHL camps. Mm, I like that. Okay, Connor Bedard, we saw him last year at the major junior level. Now he jumps to the National Hockey League level. What are your thoughts? Well, you're going to be watching him like we all are, but is he going to prosper in your number one as a, an 18-year-old, considering you've been to the NHL, you've been behind an NHL bench? You, you know what the level of play is like. Well, there's certainly a lot of pressure on him, but I, I really feel the telltale sign with him was when he played the World Junior last year. I just thought he dominated that tournament and it, you know for a draft eligible guy to dominate the tournament the way he did uh, both in the consistency and then in big moments like that proved to me that he will be able to make the adjustment for sure and uh, I think he's excited looks like he's energized by some of the preseason talk but it, it's going to be challenging. It's going to be difficult. But he has special skill set. I don't want you to comment on the uh, Mike Babcock situation, but just as a coach, I mean, you're a veteran coach. How do you, um, you know, get a better understanding of your players without going too far? Well, I think, like, like anything else, if you're a player or a person in any profession, even yourself, right, I think it's important to 
always evolve and take a look at what's happening in your profession and how can you improve and get better. And certainly over the years, the thing as you age, you want to stay current. You know, what, what are the proper ways to run meetings? Uh, nowadays, it's much different than we did uh, 10, 12 years ago when we used to have long meetings. Now we have short, energe energetic meetings, very specific. We have a lot of one-on-ones. We have a lot of small group. The other part of it is how do you treat the players? And certainly, as you've seen over the years, coaching's evolved um, into more explanation of why we need you to do things. And it's more, I, I often think it's more of a partnership. You and the player, you're trying to get the most out of the player, but they need buy-in too uh, in order for to get the most out of them. So you're trying to evolve as a coach. And for myself, and I think like a lot of the coaches at our level, uh, we've got a great coaching group in the Western Hockey League. I think they, they go to coaching clinics. Uh, they talk to people in other sports. Uh, what's happening? What's current? How can we... You're, you're always looking for that little bit of an edge. And I think the mindset of the player and the way the players have evolved over the years, how they need to be coached has changed. So you've got to stay current. You probably have an idea of your team and what system will work with the roster you've assembled but do you do you tweak it do you switch it up to sometimes it not work at the start and you have to basically throw it out and then go with something new or that, that rarely happens yeah for us what we try and do is we try and play the way we want to play at the end of the year but we know where we're trying to get to we know where we want to go so we're not going to because we're, we're short staff we're not going to adjust and just say okay we want to be a puck possession team but to survive last night let's just dump it in every time we have it we're not going to resort to that we're going to try and convince the young guys to continue to play the way we want them to play in order for us to have the long game in mind appreciate it thanks for your time thanks Rick. You're listening to the WHL This Week, Radio Edition. He's one of the top scorers in the WHL to start the season, and he is just getting started. He's coming off a six-point game in Victoria last week. Prince George Cougars forward Tarek Parasak has been named the WHL's Rookie of the Week. Cole Waldy has more. Tarek Parasak, he is the WHL Rookie of the Week, and Tarek, it seems like every single game we're doing pregame interviews together, but uh, for good reason, obviously. A uh, cool accolade for yourself, and um, just how it feels to, to be named the, the Rookie of the Week after a really good performance against Victoria. Yeah, I mean, it's a huge honor, I think, just personally for myself, but just happy that I was able to produce for the team and get wins out of the weekend. Yeah, four games in, right? A 3-1 and one record, you've been obviously a big part of it, but uh, maybe just your takeaways, four games into the year, it seems like there's been a lot of really good things. You know, two lopsided victories, then a come-from-behind victory, just winning in different ways, it seems. Yeah, I think our team, we've, we're just finding ways to win, whether that be us using our scoring or coming back from that being down in the first there, I think. We're just finding ways to win, and that's huge for our team. We've talked about it uh, on numerous times with the two men you're playing with right now and Zach Flunk and Andre Becker. It seems like gold every time uh, you three seem to touch the puck and get out there. But uh, three or you and the two other guys seem like they uh, continue to do some great things. Just your thoughts on you know two great line mates and for yourself, obviously, playing very well. Yeah, I think playing with those two guys, it's, it's special to be able to get that opportunity with them and just keep trying to make the most of it myself. And I think... We're be able to click as a line, and I think we're just producing for the team. For the Western Hockey League, for yourself, it's your rookie season. I know a lot of people said, well, Parasak, he could have been on this team last year, but to get another year of U18 on your belt and be a big part of, and of the success for that group and how to bring that into this season, I guess how much did it help last year for yourself to kind of develop now into the, the player that you've become here now in the WHL? Yeah, I think that was huge for me to get that one last year of uh, U18 hockey and just kind of be able to develop my game, get lots of ice time, and 
come back into the league here with Prince George and just be able to play my game and fill a role that I'm comfortable in and just provide for the team and having success. And last year, you also had to play in some games with this team. Again, that's a question I've asked you before, but how important was it to get in those games? Now coming into here, it seemed like you've just had a ton of confidence ever since you've, you've stepped foot in this dressing room, especially this season. Yeah, this year, just getting those games in last year, I think just coming to this year, I just felt all obviously a lot more confident getting having that experience and all the guys, like the veteran players here are awesome. They kind of helped me through last year and then coming to this year, they've just been a big help as well again. And there's making me feel comfortable with the team and it's just great to have those guys. Tarek Parasek, he is the WHL Rookie of the Week. Last one before I let you go here, Perry. Uh, you got your NHL guys back uh, with uh, Riley Height, Cohen Zemer, and Ty Young. Obviously, we saw Riley Height last week and have a, a massive weekend. Um, but just to have those three guys coming from NHL camps, and again, as you mentioned, veteran guys that help, and it's got to be nice to have those three back. Yeah, I think our team before even they got back, we were having success, and I think adding those three back is just huge for our group. I think they just add that much more and allow the rest of us to kind of pick up and follow their lead and I think just let them lead us through the, the season here and hopefully we'll have some success down the road. I actually got one more for you uh, about the Friday game against Victoria when you scored four goals. I remember we were talking about it. Uh, you said it was, just seemed like you're in the right place at the right time. Uh, nothing too flashy but maybe take me through the, the hat trick, the four goal game and uh, it must have been pretty cool to, to get that one under your belt. Yeah, I mean, the puck just that night just seemed to be finding me everywhere I was. I think it just got every bounce that night, and I think just getting to the net, uh, trying to get those dirty areas, and those goals will come, and I think just had a lot of bounces, a lot of puck luck that night, so it was nice. Tarek, well said, man. Uh, appreciate the time. Congrats on the success so far, being named the, the Rookie of the Week, and uh, keep on going, my friend. Thank you. From the drop of the puck to the Ed Chanel Cup, this is the WHL This Week Radio Edition. Kamloops Blazers forward Fraser Minton continues with the Toronto Maple Leafs. A handful of 19-year-olds from the WHL still with NHL clubs. And the Maple Leafs have been raving about his performance so far during training camp and into the NHL preseason. Leafs head coach Sheldon Keefe. Not only just how he plays, but on the bench, he's the most talkative guy. And there's not a lot of fluff of what he's saying. He's, he's directing traffic. He's coaching in a lot of ways. His leadership qualities are, are what really stand out and then he gets on the ice he competes um, he's in the right spots and he can make a play so yeah he, he's he's a great a great player we were excited about him I know when we got him in the draft but uh, with what I've seen his his development from last year to now has been remarkable Minton has scored and put up three assists in four preseason games so far and continues with the club on their team bonding excursion to Gravenhurst, Ontario. Minton also on his time so far in Toronto. Uh, I think I've done really well and I'm, I'm really happy with, with how I've been doing. Yeah, um, you know, I expect a lot from myself and uh, I'm happy with how it's gone. The 19-year-old from North Vancouver has spent the last three seasons with the Kamloops Blazers in the WHL and still one of eight 19-year-old WHL players who remain with NHL clubs. The Western Hockey League Player of the Week. It's been a good start to the season in Moose Jaw for forward Jagger Furkus. Across the Brandon line, drop pass, McKenzie, toe drag, shot blocker save, rebound, Furkus! Backhand in front, it stopped, rebound, and they score! Jagger Furkus in his first game back from Seattle's camp, makes it one up in Moose Jaw, 3-10 to go with the first. Voice of the Warriors, James Gallo has more. 
The Western Hockey League Tempo Player of the Week is Bouchard Warrior Jagger Fergus. And Jagger, fresh off your second camp with the Seattle Kraken. You come back, have a good week last week for the Bouchard Warriors. Fair to say, smooth transition from the pros to Major Junior. Yeah, 100%. I think uh, I did a good job last year of staying at the pace. I mean, last week of staying at the pace I was at Seattle. And I think it obviously shows towards our team that we went... We had a good weekend. It was a good week, 3-0, and couldn't be happier. And moving forward, we're going to take that momentum into this week. Outside in, I think people think it's easy to stay at that pace going from pro camp back to major junior. But it's not as easy as what people think, is it not? No, it's definitely not easy. I think that's what I did last year. I had a slow start to last year, and I think it's because I didn't stick to the pace I was at. And I think this year I did a good job throughout the first week. So hopefully I can keep it going next week. Three goals, seven points in three games, and three wins for the Bouchard Warriors. So obviously uh, coming back with a purpose to the Warriors lineup. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I think when I came back, it added a bit of boost to the guys in the room. I think I gave some energy to the guys. And obviously it's not the way we want to start, but that's exactly how we want to bounce back with a week later. And it's great to see out of everyone. Two out of those three games reunited with Braden Yeager. This was a duo that was created back in the hub in 2021. Maybe describe to fans the chemistry and the predictability that you guys have between each other. Yeah, it's funny. Yeager's his third, fourth year playing together now. So it's obviously we're pretty comfortable with each other and we have some I guess connection, we understand how each other play. It's pretty simple to read off Yags. He's, uh, we kind of both read the game similar and we both play the same way. So it's pretty easy, especially when you get the puck on Yags' stick. You know, there's a chance it's going in every time he shoots it. You and Braden returning from your pro camps, the Warriors win, you know, all three games last week. Is, is this the time now where the Warriors are going to start to gel with players finding their spots in the lineup? Yeah, I think obviously week one uh, wasn't the greatest week. I think it's a lot of it's just kind of no one really understood or no one was comfortable with where they're at. Obviously, as the weeks go on here, it's going to get more and more comfortable throughout the lineups and throughout playing with each other. And I think that's one big thing. Even last week, you could tell guys are more confident with each other and kind of understanding the way each other play. Lastly, Jagger, as you move throughout the course of this regular season, what are some of the goals that you've put on yourself and some of the goals that the team has put on themselves? I think one big goal is I want to lead the team to wins. I think that's exactly what I did last week, though. So I think I'm happy with my last week. But obviously, there's plenty more than just one week in hockey. And uh, I think if I keep doing what I was doing last week, I'm super happy with myself. Uh, it's just kind of being a good guy in the room, being a guy that everyone wants to talk to. And I think that's one big thing. There's no really there's on ice goals, but it's nothing really too too hard. It's just uh, keeping things simple out there and make sure I'm staying to my game. Tempo WHL Player of the Week is Bouchard Warrior Jagger Fergus. Congratulations. Good luck this weekend to you and the Bouchard Warriors. Thank you very much. Hey, that's the show. Thanks to our guests and as well as special thanks to Regan Bartell in Kelowna, Cole Waldy in Prince George, and James Gallo in Moose Jaw. Thanks, fellas. I'm John Keane. Thanks for listening.